live and local. This is the game. 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana's sports station. Open for the end zone. It's a Saints touchdown. Streaming live on 1037 The Game mobile app and online at 1037thegame.com. This is the Jordy Holtberg Show. Hey, baby, we're going to be here all day. Call us up at 337-706-0111. I like this kind of party. Now, here's your host, Jordy Holtberg. And a great good afternoon and welcome and a happy Memorial Day to you and yours. And um, a day when we recognize those that served our country and gave the biggest sacrifice that anyone could ever imagine. Today, we honor those who who died while serving the United States Armed Forces. And um, if you have someone like I have in my life that gave of their life so that we would enjoy the the freedom that we so generally take for granted, well, today we remember. And um, to all of you that are going through this day with those thoughts in mind and remembering those that were in your life that gave the, the greatest ultimate sacrifice, I thank you and I pray for you. We're on for one hour today. We've got Astros baseball coming up. At 3 o'clock, and today we're going to have a heavy, heavy focus on baseball as the NCAA tournament field of 64 has been released, and uh, we have got four Louisiana teams in the field of 64. LSU, the Ragin' Cajuns, the Southeastern Lions, and the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs. Um, We know that LSU is in the Southern Miss Regional. Southern Miss will open things up against Army at 1 o'clock on Friday. LSU will take on third-seeded Kennesaw State at 6 p.m. In the Auburn Regional, hosted by the Auburn Tigers, Southeastern Louisiana will play the number as the number four seed will take on the number one seed Auburn. Um, the Raging Cajuns, what a battle. And I'll give you our guest list uh, coming up here shortly. Uh, but what a, what a dramatic, dramatic effort. You cannot say enough about the Raging Cajuns and, and what they did uh, to win the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. And because of that, they have gone to the College Station Regional hosted by Texas A&M. And um, Matt Deggs' squad is the number three seed. will take on number two seeded TCU at 7 p.m. Um, just remarkable what they have done. All these games are on, on a Friday. And um, so... Our guest list will have head coach Jay Johnson of LSU coming up here in just about most six, seven minutes. Uh, We'll have pitching coach Seth Thibodeau of the Raging Cajuns coming on um, at around 2.30. And then Matt Reiser of Southeastern Louisiana 
who, after losing game one against McNeese on Thursday, rallied back to win back-to-back days, back-to-back games uh, in a hostile environment. It's remarkable what, what Matt Reiser's club has done. So we'll have all those stories coming your way um, today. Also, along the lines, um, NBA, it was the Boston Celtics who got it done. Remarkable how they won three games on the road in this series. Um, Boston beats Miami 100-96 to to escape and get to the NBA Finals that begins later on this week. I believe it's Thursday in San Francisco. It'll be the Celtics versus the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Jason Tatum had 26. Marcus Smart, 24. Jalen Brown, 24. The C's were um, really, really effective and efficient. Uh, for the Heat, it was Jimmy Butler with 35. Bam Adebayo with 25. And not much more after that. Um, back and forth, Boston jumped out to an early 15-point lead. And you thought, oh, my gosh. Um, Miami outscored Boston by nine in the second, so it's a six-point game at the half. Uh, seven points after three in favor of Boston, uh, and they ended up winning it 100-96. to 96. So the franchise with the most game sevens in their history, with the most game seven wins in their history, um, get it done again. If you like golf, well, you had to love the Charles Schwab challenge because former LSU men's golfer Sam Burns won his third PGA Tour title of this season yesterday at the Colonial Country Club in Fort Worth. Uh, It was a 38-footer with a good old Texas wedge that found the center of the cup to give Burns a playoff win over the number one ranked golfer in the world, Scotty Scheffler. Um. Sam Burns was so far back in the pack um, and he posted a number and was in the clubhouse and he waited and he waited and he waited and he waited. Um, Burns teed off at 1150 AM and got through. He closed out the round uh, at nine under for 271 for the tournament. Then all of a sudden the wind conditions got heavier. The firm greens picked up. And chaos ensued. Uh, Scotty Scheffler was the leader, and he kept coming back to the pack, but he made several clutch par putts to remain tied with Burns on the leaderboard, but the rest of the contenders at the tournament just flailed away. Burns had a five under 65 and um, got to the playoff as Scheffler came back to him. They're the two best of friends. They went to the number 18 tee for the start of the playoff, Burns hit one 301 yards down the fairway with a three-wood, exactly 20 yards ahead of Scheffler. And, um, man, Burns knocks in the the 38-footer, and he moves up to number two in the FedEx Cup standings. Uh, Burns bagged just north of $1.5 million in prize money, and even better than that, this brings me back to my time, He was gifted a fully restored and modernized 1979 Firebird Trans Am. Oh, you talk about a ride. So congratulations to to Sam Burns. Um, Other than that, 
You know, we got the French Open going on in tennis. We've had the Indianapolis 500 going on uh, in car racing, along with the Grand Prix of Monaco. Uh, so all kinds of stuff going on. But today, I, I hope you're out enjoying your day. I hope you're having a, a fun time with family. Um, that's what it's all about. That's that's what we need to remember today and to enjoy uh, life is short. Life is sweet. Life is very a prized possession. Let's enjoy it. And let's remember, say a prayer for those families who have lost someone who served in our armed forces to protect the very, very freedom that we are enjoying today. My main man, James Mesh, back at the Master Control Suite in the game studios. He is uh, manning the front quite uh, admirably uh, as we come in on a day when most of y'all have the day off. But we're, we're glad to be here. We will do our job to the very best of our ability. It's on the campus of Delta Media, which houses KLWB, which is 1037 Lafayette. We're also on In Lake Charles, 1041 in in lake charles we are southwest louisiana sports station did you know it is the game's birthday and this is your invitation all of you all of you to party with us as we celebrate 10 years i can't believe i've been here for 10 years wow 10 years of being southwest louisiana sports station why don't you all come out join us at buffalo wild wings on ambassador caffrey on Wednesday, mark this down, Wednesday, June 22nd. There'll be delicious wings, amazing door prizes, and you can meet all of us face-to-face, and you can either shake our hands or just say whatever you want to say. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hopefully you like us because we love all of you. You can find us uh, there. So come out, join us at B-Dubs on Wednesday, June 22nd from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m four to nine for the game's 10th birthday bash that ought to be fun that ought to be fun i heard james meshkin down him some buffalo wings all right we've got baseball on the forefront before we turn it over to the astros at three o'clock we'll start things off with lsu jay johnson the head coach of the tigers who has taken them to the regional in his first year it's not a not a hosting role but they'll be heading to Hattiesburg, and guess what? All those Tiger RVs will be heading to Hattiesburg as well. We'll have uh, Coach Jake Johnson's thoughts when we return on this Monday, May 30th, Memorial Day, on the Jordy Helpert Show on the game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles. On this Memorial Day, the game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles, honors the fallen, those brave men and women who gave all so we can live free. Now, back to more of Southwest Louisiana's Sports Station. All right, welcome back. 16 minutes after the hour, we are efforting to get Coach Jay Johnson. It's uh, it's a busy time. I understand that uh, completely. Um, We will uh, figure it out. We'll see if we can get him or not. If not, we will... We will uh, move onward. But here's a man that uh, took LSU. Granted, they did not uh, get a hosting job, uh, but he got them back into the tournament, and it's always a good thing. So um, he did show improvement. Uh, Johnson has taken an LSU team that went 34-21 and overall to a 37-18 record this year. More importantly, they were 13-17 and a year ago in SEC play. This year, they are 
17 and 13. So that's a pretty significant improvement. And if you go back, it's very similar to his first year success when he was at Arizona. Arizona went from 31 and 24 overall, 12 and 18 in the Pac-12 before his arrival. And then they improved seven games in the win column to 38 and 20 overall, 17 and 15 in his first year before making a run to the College World Series finals the following season. So um, LSU, of course, will play in Hattiesburg. Southern Miss is the number one seed. LSU is the number two seed. Kennesaw State, the number three seed. And Army out of West Point is the number four seed. Um, And Kennesaw State, the Atlantic Sun Conference champion, uh, got in because because they won their conference tournament, obviously. The Golden Eagles from Hattiesburg, the number 11 overall seed in the field. So um, you never know. You never know what's going to happen uh, in these uh, type of events. Um, LSU got ousted in the SEC tournament by Kentucky, a team that they had um, they had beaten earlier in, in the thing. Of course, Tennessee gets the win overall. Uh, but look, this, this is a team where Jay Johnson inherited only one starting picture really in, um, and, and that's it. And then after that, uh, Mikhail Hilliard, after that, it was all kind of piecemeal trying to figure out and find out, um, what's going on and, and who's going to be there. And it's been a roller coaster type of a ride, but, um, they got their spot secured with the three games, uh, win in Nashville. Uh, against uh, Vanderbilt, and everybody wants to know. Well, look, why? Why did Florida get get a uh, a hosting role, and why did Auburn get a hosting role? And it's it's kind of easy. Florida that their success in the SEC tournament, they got to the finals before um, Tennessee beat them. Uh, and, and sometimes maybe the tournaments weighed too heavily, but who knows? Uh, in Auburn's case, it had to be about their RPI and the fact that they won a head-to-head series in Baton Rouge, even though they finished a half a game behind LSU in the SEC standings, and they were one and done in the SEC tournament. So there's arguments to be have on both sides of the fence. There really is. Um, I think you take the entirety and you look at it from, you know, from that bubble and you you come up with solutions. Uh, And sometimes some of these host roles have been been predetermined uh, and, Hey, but look, it's baseball. Uh, you got to play the game no matter where it is. And LSU's been actually, they've been better away from uh, home than they've been at home. So LSU, this is an interesting stat that I saw um, in that LSU. Let's see if we got coach now. I'm getting a text message here. Let's see. Haven't gotten an answer or call back. Okay, well, we'll just leave coach alone. Well, he's busy. We'll we'll get him another time. LSU last played a road regional in the central time zone 33 years ago. That's when it rallied out of the loser's bracket to defeat Texas A&M. How many times have we had Ben McDonald on? And he is, uh, he has talked about that moment, one of the biggest comebacks and one of the biggest upsets. Texas A&M, the number one ranked team in the country. Uh, the last three regional road trips were to pack 12 schools. And they, the Tigers last traveled east for a regional 
1975 when it played in Starkville, Mississippi, if you want to call that in the east. Now, the Hattiesburg Regional is paired with the Coral Gables Regional. And if LSU can get through this weekend, now you got storylines forever and a day, regardless of the opponent. Miami and the ties to those programs going back to Skip Bertman's hire. Ole Miss, coached by former Tiger catcher Mike Bianco, whose son Drew plays for LSU. Or Arizona, the program that Scott Woodward plucked Jake Johnson away from to lead the Tigers a year ago. So it's a very interesting storyline there. Um, and we'll see. We'll see. You know, I, this is one of those teams that I don't know what to expect or how to expect it or what's going to happen. I have no earthly clue in the situation. But um, when LSU's right, they, they can play with anybody. They can play with anybody. So, um, and of course, LSU will play the second game on a Friday because they know they're going to draw the biggest fans. So they want the biggest crowds at night. So um, Southern Miss will play the first game at 1 o'clock. At 1 o'clock. Kennesaw State's 35-26 and 26 on the season. Um and other than that, I don't know anything about them. But I do remember, you know, you, you, you go, Kennesaw State, really? Did anybody say anything positive about a team called Stony Brook a couple of years ago? I'd never heard of Stony Brook. Um, and they came in here and won and got to the College World Series and, and went a long way in that College World Series. So uh, you can't ever underestimate anybody when it comes to these these tournaments. You just can't. We are brought to you today by Eon of Lafayette. You exercise, you eat right, you do everything right, and you look in the mirror and you go, gee, wait, I can't get rid of these love handles or this, this area in my, in my stomach. I just can't do it. I, what's the deal? Well, you go to Eon, and I promise you, you will get the results that you anticipate, that you want, and it's Permanent. Eon is smarter body contouring. The first robotic, touchless laser body contouring device for non-invasive, permanent fat loss. All you feel is a little cool breeze. Now, underneath that cool breeze, there's some things working, and it's it's going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, and it's doing that specific area, that troublesome area that you want to get rid of. Once and for all, there is financing involved. It's right there in River Ranch in Lafayette, soon to be uh, off of Corporate Boulevard in Baton Rouge. Eon, it was a um, inspired by one woman and her team of robotic engineers who looked around and they said, man, there's a whole lot of devices out there and they just don't do the job. You don't get your bang for your buck. You don't. And trying to reduce fat by pulling and stretching and uh, sucking or freezing and all these kind of things. They knew they could build something smarter, something that would work, something that would be effective. And they did it. Eon, the first robotic touchless laser body contouring device for non-invasive permanent fat loss. So LSU is in, they are the number two seed 
in the Hattiesburg Regional. They'll be paired up against Kennesaw State in the nightcap of Game 1, uh, Game 2 of that regional. It'll be a 6 p.m. start uh, in Hattiesburg. Uh, Southern Miss will tee things off 43 and 16 overall as the number one seed. They'll take on Army, who is 31 and 23. So there's your update there. We'll get Jay Johnson later on in the week. Busy, understand, not going to worry about it. That's what we call um, improvising on the fly. But we'll take a quick time out here. When we come back, we will see if we can get Seth Thibodeau to talk about how about them Cajuns. Drama just resolve fortitude togetherness great pitching timely hitting under the most pressurized situations the cajuns got it done we'll talk about that when we return on this memorial day may 30th the year 2022 this is the jordy helpert show on the game 1037 lafayette 1041 lake charles southwest louisiana's sports station the game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles appreciates the sacrifices made to grant all of us a chance to enjoy freedom on this Memorial Day. Now back to more of Southwest Louisiana's Sports Station. All right, welcome back on this Memorial Day. Uh, James Mesh back in the Master Control Suite producing yours truly here, Studio 1A. Um, we know LSU's going to the Hattiesburg Regional, and we know that the Raging Cajuns are heading into the tournament as well. They're going to College Station, Texas, where they will face TCU in the opening game thanks to an incredible, just phenomenal performance in the Sunbelt Conference Championships, a 9-1 to opening win over South Alabama, a, an incredible 3-2 to win over the number one seed Texas State thanks to a complete game um, performance by Jacob Schultz and then... Uh, just when you thought you'd seen it all, well, the Raging Cajuns come back from behind to nip Georgia Southern as they, um, man, they just down five zip, undeterred, rallied down uh, six to five in the uh, ninth, and they score two in the ninth to win it seven to six. Let's get the lowdown. Uh, Seth Thibodeau, who had to, man, he had to love what Jacob Schultz was doing as the associate head coach, pitching coach, for the Cajun. Seth, thank you so much for the time today. And man, congratulations on a job well done. That's remarkable. Thank you, Jordy. Thank you for having me on. I, I, it was a absolute grittiest um, three days, especially the last 18 innings, obviously the last nine innings of baseball that I think I've, I may have ever been around. And uh, just a tip of the hat to our players, man, they were so resilient. Yeah. Down five nothing, staring down a barrel and, and never never broke, never blinked, uh never panicked, never frustrated. Um, just slowly started chipping away. We got back to five to three and as soon as it was five to three, you could tell in, in, the, in our opponent's dugout that the game was completely different. And the next thing mm-hmm. you know it's it's five to five and uh, it's just a incredible, incredible weekend for our players and, and really that's kind of been their personality all year long. I mean, that's great to talk about the finals, but in a single elimination tournament, uh, you, you had no problems with South Alabama. But tell me about Jacob Schultz. You're down two zip to the number one seed, Texas State, uh, after two innings. Uh, Schultz just keep 142 pitches, man. 
gave up six hits, two runs. You just, what a workhorse. How about yeah, that? He, he gave up four hits in the first two innings, maybe five of those six hits in the first two innings. And um, we're down two to nothing. We're in the third inning. They've got runners in second and third in the meat of their order up um, with one out. And, and he proceeds to punch out uh, a guy, and then we put on a lefty to get to, uh, to a right-handed hitter to load the bases with two outs, and he struck him out too. So, uh, and that was it. After that, I, we got going. We had a two-run homer to tie it, and then Tyler Robertson hit a solo a little bit later, and we just continued to play phenomenal defense, and he made pitch after pitch after pitch. And Man. I'll be honest with you, uh, from the seventh to the ninth inning, the last three outs, of the, uh, three innings of the game, nine outs, I'm not sure he threw a fastball for a strike. It, it really came from the change up in the slider and, and kept those guys off balance. And, uh, man, what a just absolute gritty, remarkable performance by him. Seth Thibodeau joining us. All right, so that's the past, and now we look look forward to heading to um, heading west to uh, outside of Houston to College Station, Texas. It's going to be the number one seed, Texas A&M Aggies. Uh, the number two seed, TCU, you're the number three seed, and Oral Roberts is the four seed. So this is like the Jim uh, Schlotznagel uh, regional, right? Didn't he coach? I mean, he coached at uh, Tulane for a while. He coached at uh, TCU. Now he's at Texas A&M. I don't think he had anything to do with you guys, but uh, he's been around a little bit. Sure, and, and it's, a, it's a nice storyline, Um I'm happy to be going there. I, I, for a minute, I thought we might be going over to Southern Miss, and on the projections had us going over there to face four te- three teams we'd already played multiple yeah. times this year. So you really didn't want to do that to your players. You wanted to go somewhere. I personally wish we'd have, have shipped us out west and got to go to Stanford or something neat like there that. You go. But, there uh, you go. You know, being a drivable distance for, for our Cajun fans and, and families and friends, and we have a ton of players from that Texas area, that, that little belt area right there. And mm-hmm. I know our, a lot of our players are very excited to be there. I, I know uh, Schloss was obviously at TCU forever, but, you know, Matt Beggs is a former Aggie and, and right. coached at A&M for a while, too. So there's a lot of storylines in this regional. And, awesome. and one that we're really looking forward to, proud to be in, and, and, and preparing already to, uh, to, to make a, try to make a run at this thing. I bet you are. A&M and Oral Roberts will meet at 1 o'clock on Friday. You will take on TCU at 7 p.m. on Friday. Let's hope for good weather in College Station. TCU's 36-20. and 20. You're 36-21. and 21. Um, You had to win the tournament, I believe, to get in. So the pressure was there from the get-go. You compound that by having a single elimination tournament. Man, you guys must have... Um, you must not have needed a bus or a plane or whatever to get back to uh, to Acadiana because you guys might have been flying on your own wings after that yeah, tournament. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was a, a heck of a run. You know, they decided to go to a single elimination tournament, which you immediately think negative thoughts if, yes. if you're not smart. And, and, of course, we all signed up for a double elimination tournament. And could we have played? Very possibly. But I actually, when I heard that, didn't say anything because it wasn't a popular thing to say, but Right. I felt really good about a three-game series. If you think about it on the other side of, of it, if the other side of this tells you that you only have to win three games instead of four. And and I really liked uh, if we could get by South Al, which I, I knew I had a really good feeling we would, I really liked our pitching matchup. Even when we played Texas State a few weeks back, 
they got the better of us, and they actually that weekend swept us and really put us from being in a regional and took us out of a regional and actually took us out of a chance to win the league. We went over there with a chance to win the, the regular season, mm-hmm. and it didn't That's work right. that way. But I, I felt when we left there, I was like, you know, if we see them in the tournament, Jacob Schultz is going to get these guys. And I wasn't sure it was going to be 142 pitches in a, in a complete game like it was, but I had a really good feeling about beating them. And our players were really hungry. You weren't going to beat us four times in a row, and and it was a heck of a baseball game. But uh, no, and then of course yesterday's amazing finish. You know, it's the, the ride home last night. I, I had a really good time DJing on the way home. It was a, it was a fun <laughs> trip back to Montgomery. That's awesome. Uh, back to Schultz, uh, 142 pitches. Was it uh, going through your mind at some point in time? Going, man, do I need to do I need to pull him because, or, or was he just going? So was he not going to come out? Jacob was not coming out. Now, what, if you kind of know what we do here, it's and what he does. He actually takes off almost two days a week, sometimes even three days a week from throwing. I keep okay. him fresh. He's an older guy that doesn't have to throw every day. And when right. he does, he's very meticulous about how he goes about it. So we've just been trying to take care of these these arms bodies for the past month and not try to, to hurt them. We haven't even thrown bullpens in the last month. We've just been being really light with him and working on the okay. strike zone and working on some things that really kind of focusing on just taking care of his body and making sure he can endure it. But we haven't abused our arms in the fall. I didn't even let Jacob throw a whole lot in the fall. Um, he's an older guy. I, we really didn't abuse him at any point in time and could have. There's been several occasions where he could have thrown a couple of complete games throughout the season, and we didn't let that happen. So um, he wasn't letting me take him out. As a matter of fact, yes, I did think about taking him out several times, but he and I have gotten really close. He's almost like my assistant pitching coach. <laughs> he was hiding He was hiding from me in the dugout from the fourth inning on. And every time I'd walk down to the end where he was standing, I couldn't find him, and I know he was doing it on purpose. And he kept giving me body language when I did see him, but uh, he wasn't looking at me. You know, he was standing up and making sure I wasn't going to take him out. And I know how to take him off. I, I I would send a couple guys down to the pen, and he gets really angry. He's very competitive. He'd get mad when I'd send guys down to the pen, and he'd start throwing butter. But he started cruising a little bit in the fifth, sixth, seventh inning. So, I had a really good feeling once we got to the seventh that they weren't going to hit him again. Don't you love those kind of players? I mean, those are the fun yeah. guys. They are. They they make you want to coach. He makes me a better coach every single day, and it's not just what he did on Saturday. It's, it's what he does on a daily basis and how he competes and uh, just about how he puts his uniform on, how he gets out and stretches. But just He makes you want to be a coach forever, I can tell you that. An amazing young man. Um. Seth Thibodeau joining us. One more. I, I know it's very, very early, but TCU's a pretty uh, pretty prevalent name in the college baseball world. That should be a great matchup um, coming up Friday at 7 p.m. I think it will be. I'm, I'm excited to play them on a neutral site. I know we're going to have some Texas kids in our lineup that are going to be really yep. excited to be basically home. You know, probably four or five of the guys that play every day for us are from that area, so that's a very – high you know high level recruiting area for us but those guys are going to be excited to be playing uh, with all their families there it's, a, it's going to be a, a packed house for the Cajun Nation I promise you they'll make their trip their way over there um, but I think TCU is extremely talented you know a, a team that's a, a conference champion they're going to be very left-handed uh, offensively and very fast they like to run bases and uh, so we're going to have to match them pretty good, and, and we're going to have to use our speed as well. I think it's going to be a tremendous 
uh, first game matchup. I'm really looking forward to it, and I'm glad we got a few days to rest, recover, and get ready for these guys. Yeah. Um, wow. What what a tremendous, tremendous performance by your team, uh, Coach Degg's team, all of that Cajun Nation. That That's just tremendous. We're so happy for you guys to win that tournament. Um, and it's not that far to get to Olsen Field at Bluebell Park. So the Cajun Nation will load up the RVs and head, head west. And, uh, boy, should be tremendous June 3rd through the 6th. I would imagine you guys are going to head up on, uh, I think it's kind of mandatory. you got to get there for Thursday with press conferences, and each team will have a, have a practice, uh, practice allotment time. And um, welcome to the big show, big guy. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I, you know, we're just really proud to be able to add another uh, feather in the hat of, of the rich tradition here. I, I'm, it, it's It's been talked about all year about being in a regional and yep. and putting another banner up and, and adding to the tradition here. And I know Coach Deggs is determined to make this happen, and it's just the first step of, of many more to come. But, man, it's, it's so good. When, when UL is in the postseason, which it's meant to be, uh, it's just good and exciting for the entire state of Louisiana, and we're, we're proud to be in there and, We'll head up Wednesday afternoon and, and head that way, and, and we'll practice early Thursday, and okay. we'll get ready for, for a great weekend. Um, these are the kind of moments, you know, that these players, these kids, and you coaches will never forget. Games like that, weekends like that, um, boy, it just unifies. It's got to be, as Coach Deck said, the closest team he's ever, ever been around, um, and that just makes it, man, it's got to be fun to wake up and, and go to the ballpark and, and, and watch these kids and coach them up and do the things that have gotten you to this point in time. And I'm just happy for you. Thank you so much. It, uh, this is the most unselfish group of human beings I've ever been around. And um, just, a, just that feeling that, you know, when we were sitting there taking pictures yesterday with the trophy as a team and they were done taking pictures, I just I told the guys, I was like, don't move. Let's, let's just stay here for another five minutes and <laughs> enjoy this moment. And uh, we all did. We just sat there and smiled and, just to see the smiles on these guys' faces, it, it's, it, it makes you want to coach forever. And, and I wish I can coach these guys a, a whole lot longer than this weekend. So we're going well, to Let's keep we'll it going, man. Go. Let's keep it going. I've Thank always you. said this per capita, the state of Louisiana has the best baseball anywhere in the country. You got four teams going to the NCAA tournament out of this small state. You're one of them, LSU, Southeastern, Louisiana Tech. Job well done. Good luck in College Station. Thank you, Joy. I really appreciate you. You're the best. Thank you. That's Seth Thibodeau you, uh, with the very latest on the kid. Man, I tell you what, that kid wasn't coming out on thir- uh, on the, the weekend. He was not coming out. He was going to just stay, and he picks the complete game. And then the drama, they tie up at five, um, you know, um, trail by one, get two in the top of the ninth, and hold on and win it. All right. Uh, if you want to see the Astros in person, listen up. The game, 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles, wants to hook you up with our latest Astros weekend getaway. Houston takes on the Chicago White Sox Saturday, June 18th, and you can be there. Register in the game club us at 1037thegame.com or 1041thegame.com to score four tickets, a tour of Minute Maid Park, and hotel accommodations that Saturday night. Astros weekend getaways are powered by Butcher AC, Le Meridian, Houston downtown, and the game, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. Full disclosure, Jay Johnson did not stand us up. He apologized. He said he had to tell you he was on a call about the regional uh, getting some facts and information, and that certainly takes precedent over us. He apologized. He said, not, not necessary. We'll see if we can get him before the Tigers uh, leave for Hattiesburg. But two down, one to go. 
I said four teams. We got third team from east of us in Hammond who came from behind against the McNeese State Cowboys after McNeese won the opening game of the best of three series. Southeastern won back-to-back games to claim the Southland Conference Tournament. We'll talk to head coach Matt Reiser about that and his regional in the NCAA Tournament. We return. This is the Jordy Helpert Show. 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. In honor of those who pay the ultimate price, the game, 1037 Lafayette and 1041 Lake Charles remembers those brave individuals on this Memorial Day. Now back to more of Southwest Louisiana's Sports Station. All right, welcome back. This is the Jordy Helpert Show, 1037 Lafayette, 1041 Lake Charles, Southwest Louisiana Sports Station. We know LSU's heading to Hattiesburg. We know the Raging Cajuns are heading to College Station, Texas. Now we know that the Southland Conference champion, Southeastern Lions, will travel to Auburn. The Tigers from Auburn are the number 14 seed for its first round matchup. What a powerhouse regional this is. Auburn's the number one seed. Think of these names. UCLA, the number two seed. Florida State, number three, and Lion Up Baseball is number four. You've got some powerhouse names in this regional. Um, so let's let's go to uh, the, the great city of Hammond and uh, Matt Reiser, the head coach of the Lions, kind enough to join us on a on a very very busy day. And I greatly appreciate uh, your time, Matt. Man, congratulations. Uh, wow, what drama. You, you lose game one, six to five. You're, you're in Lake Charles taking on McNeese. You win a dramatic game two, three to two to send it to a one game winner take all. And all of a sudden the bats started lighting up and you win it 11 to seven. And now you dance it again. Congratulations. Jordy, thank you, buddy, man. I, uh, yeah, awesome. What a story, huh? What a story. Yeah. This is, this has been a fun ride, man. These kids. Uh, I should say young men that have just, you know, never ceased amazing, man. They have, they've stayed resilient all year long and they stayed together all year long. They've been loyal. Uh, you know, they drink together when times were tough and handled adversity like no other team I've ever seen, my man. And uh, just so proud, awesome. so happy them, man, to be able to enjoy that moment there on Saturday. Well, let's go back to uh, game two. Um, you're down one game to zip. McNeese comes out, uh, gets two on the board very early, and you go, ooh, here we go. And then your pitching just shut them out the rest of the way. Gave up hits, but the most important thing, gave up no more runs. You get one in the fifth, you tie it up in the bottom of the eighth. Here we come, bottom of the ninth, all tied up, and you deliver to live to play another day. I tell you, man, just awesome. You know, uh, Andrew Landry out there, you know, with Kinsler being down, and we're trying to give him an extra day of rest. You know, I mean, obviously, as, as competitors, you know, Will wants to go out there with a, you know, back against the wall. Uh, knowing there's a possibility of no tomorrow, and obviously us as the coaching staff, you know, we 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 want to put him in the best position to be successful, right? And just right. didn't feel like he was ready for that day. So Andrew Landry, you know, got the nod. Obviously, had all the confidence in the world for him to go out there. But like you said, to handle that first inning, just what he's grown into, matured, you know, uh, into as a starter over the last, you know, four or five weeks. This is what we were talking about. He's got elite stuff, but he's had a harness in these things and continue to mature on the mound. And the more time he would get on the mound, the more he would be able to do that. So. You know, gives us the two runs in the first inning and, uh, you know, comes in. We have a small conversation real quick. You know, he's upset that he gave up the two runs. But, hey, man, that's results, right? You, you look at the runs you gave up, but you got the punch out, second, third, and one out that we needed against our best and hottest hitter right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, man, one found the hole. No big deal. They, they beat the shift. 
it happens, right? Numbers, we play numbers all the time and, and shift guys in different places and positions. It's the one ball I get there in 267 at bat. So what? You keep pitching, you keep executing your, your spots, Rick. You're, you're going to be in, in great shape, man. So for him to give us what he did to go all the way through the sixth inning, uh, and then also Daniel Dugas, man, that's what you asked of a fifth year guy, man. Last two, uh, get out there and go get him. You know, we had, we had used, you know, Asphalm and Trahan and Rob, all the, the normal bullpen pieces. You know, Dugas is the fourth one. He's the last one left. He knew what we, what he had to give us, right? Uh, so he goes out there, throws up the zeros, man. For offense to do just enough, you know. Uh, Joe Delaney coming in off the bench to pinch run, creates the run, steals the bag, takes third base, the swim move slide at home plate to tie up the ball game on the squeeze play. Just, uh, just amazing stuff, man. They continue to just embrace their roles, do it to the best of their ability, and do it for each other. And and obviously that's why we came out on the winning end of the thing. And then all of a sudden you just said enough of this. You put up three on the board in the one game winner take all, and you, you and then McNeese, you know, you match it. It's four to one, and then it's uh, six to two, and then it's eight to four, and then you score three in the top of the ninth. Now it's eleven to four. McNeese comes across with three more. There's no fight. There's no quit in McNeese, obviously, um, but you get the win, eleven to seven. How fun was that dog pile? I'm telling you, man, just, well, you expect it out of that crew, right? I mean, Coach Hill and I are cut from the same type of cloth, man. They just uh, recruit the right, you know, young men to come into our program, embrace what we're preaching, uh, do it to the best ability and compete. And so you knew it was going to be a, a warrior battle, man. Game one, walk off. Game two, walk off. Game three, yeah, you might get stretched a little bit, but they're going to keep fighting to the very bitter end. So proud of awesome. our guys, man. Like you said, we scored in the first. We scored in the ninth. We did it consistently. The offense, you know, took it upon themselves. They, they knew the situation we were in. Trying to run Kinsler out there, but obviously when Kinsler had to come off, knowing what we've gone through in the bullpen, basically having O'Toole as, you know, the last guy that pitches regularly for us that, you know, was available having to come in the third inning. Uh, hey, man, just keep scoring runs. Keep going. You know, yesterday, you know, the, the pitching picked us up. We won three to two. You know, they did a fantastic job. And so now today is our turn to pick up, you know, make sure we score as many runs as possible. You know, because they're not going to give up. Again, we're going to keep going and keep rolling. And, uh, yeah, to be honest with you, Jordy, the first two minutes after after that last out was made, I, I couldn't say a word just because uh, <laughs> I think I turned into that big baby. Uh, I would have teared up and watered up pretty good there. Just knowing everything that these guys have been through and how much they deserve this and how much they've earned this. And uh, so to see that excitement on their face, man, to see them, to get to enjoy hosting that trophy up uh, and knowing that we're going to another NCAA regional, man, just so excited for those guys. That is phenomenal. Matt Reiser, kind enough to join us. Now you get to go to the Plains of Auburn, and I would put this regional from a name recognition standpoint in college baseball against any regional out there. UCLA <laughs> versus Florida State in the opener at 11 a.m., and then the number one seed Auburn against your Lions, the four seed, in the 6 p.m. matchup. That's some heavy-hitting, heavy-named, heavyweight dudes in this in this regional. <laughs> I tell you, man, and it is funny to watch our guys, man, just continue to love it. You know, uh, obviously we, we had an idea more than likely we're going to go to Hattiesburg or Auburn, knowing they're within driving distance. So yep. we got to see the Southern Miss Regional, you know, released first and saw Army was the four seed there. Uh, we knew pretty, you know, we were pretty sure we were going to Auburn. So I also saw our name come across the ticker, knowing we get a chance to play another SEC school. You know, we've, we've played Ole Miss and Arkansas and LSU this year. Why not throw Auburn in there as well, you know, and play in the SEC West? So, um, you know, the guys were super excited about it to have that opportunity. And then to see the other two names unveiled, right, like you said, Florida State and UCLA, knowing the history of college baseball. You're talking about Florida State, with, you know, might be the all-time appearance leader in, in the College World Series. 
right. uh, or one of them, right? And then UCLA, the national championships, they've won in the past decade and a half. And, uh, yeah. you know, obviously the guys were just, they kept, they kept getting more and more excited about it, right? Uh, like, holy cow, <laughs> this is great. where we get a chance to go and see and go embrace and, and go show the world, you know, what we can do. And uh, so they're, they're obviously super excited about it. Uh, we're fired up about it, man. And also we're playing in June. But a chance to play in June against that type of competition and that type of atmosphere can be a lot of fun for us. Matt, congratulations. So happy, so proud of you. Um, what, what a great tournament win, and we wish you um, the very, very best of success in Auburn. And thank you on a very busy day for sharing some time with us, man. Really do appreciate it. Absolutely, Jordy. Appreciate you having me on, baby. Line up. All right, line up, Matt Rogers. So um, LSU, UL, Southeastern, Louisiana Tech, all in the dance. That, that's awesome. We'll have much more on these uh, matchups in the days leading up to Friday. What an exciting time for all of these young men, their families, the coaches. It's, it's, it's great. It is great. Um, and we'll see how they fare. It's uh, the best of the best. And let the chips fall where they may. I, I greatly appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, we are done for the day. We're going to turn it over to Astros baseball for the rest of uh, of uh, my show and uh, and and on into the afternoon. I hope everyone has a very safe, a very thoughtful Memorial Day. I really do. Uh, enjoy it and respect it for what it is. We have our freedom because of so many who gave the ultimate sacrifice for all of us. James, thank you for. Um, Seth Thibodeau, Matt Reiser, and, and Jake Johnson. He tried. He tried. Uh, we'll get him later. I thank them for that. Um, thank you all for listening in in whatever form or fashion that you do. Thanks to our partners that make it possible. Until tomorrow, I'm Jordy Helper. Stay thirsty, my friends. Stay healthy, my friends. Be kind to one another. Be happy. And God bless America. So long, everybody. <laughs>